Welcome to the commute home. This is Derek. How's everyone doing this week? This week, Nick and I talk about get a little into, into Turkey Day stuff. We talk about that just a little bit, which leads us into a discussion about putting your Christmas lights up before Thanksgiving. And then we go and we pay our tribute to the man, Stan the man, Stan Lee, passing away at 95 years old. We circle around and we <laughs> discuss some interesting Prius trivia. You heard me right, Prius is in the car. We learn about the Tao of Nick and how that philosophy is just, um, it's very Nick. We'll just leave it at that. And we finish up the discussion with a nice long talk about my favorite store in the world, Nick's favorite store in the world, everyone's favorite store in the world, Walmart. So buckle up, tune in, and let's do this. It's The Commute Home with Nick and Derek. This is Nick. From Chicago's northwest suburbs, our hosts chat about, well, you know, whatever two middle-aged men like to talk about. Talk about some movies. The workday is done. Time to grit your teeth, get through the traffic, and make The Commute Home. Hey, don't honk at me. So anyway, yeah. So uh, Thanksgiving is next Thursday. That should be, that should be a blast. I, I, t- I actually, to be honest with you, I tend to like it when there's less people. Not because I don't, you know, like the people. It's just, it's hard to conversate with everybody if there's a ton of people. <laughs> Why con- are you laughing? I don't think conversate's a real word. It's not? No. Okay, look. well, it's, ho- it's hard to hold a conversation. Holy shit. Conversate is a real word. Okay, I stand corrected. Boom, Webster! Take that! <laughs> <laughs> what do you got against that little boy? Leave him alone. <laughs> well, other than the fact that big ass book that he comes out with every year mm. with added words, yeah, he keeps, um, keeps on adding the weirdest words every year. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So yeah, um, no, I, I just it's hard to it's hard to have conversations like if you're the one hosting with multiple people. It's always the go tos like, how's work? Yeah. Uh, how's the family? How's, uh, how's the family? What about this weather we've been having? How's traffic been in your neck of the woods? <laughs> Doing lots of construction over there. <laughs> I should be writing these down. These are all really. This is a material, Nick. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So it depends on who you're talking to in the family. You can say, "Been hunting this year yet?" Uh, <laughs> That's hard for us because because uh, the Illinois fa- part of the family I don't I don't think we have any hunters. I don't think you do either. Yeah. So yeah, that that one's a tough one. Uh, so it's uh, you know it's been another week in America. You know, Florida is counting votes like they always do. California America. is on fire. America, yeah, America. Uh, don't worry, uh, Kim and Kanye's house is is safe in Florida, or I'm sorry, in California. So their house didn't burn down. They, they. I read the article yesterday. They hired a private fire brigade to go in, and they they dug a what, what do they call it a uh, a fire gap around the, like a moat around the house, and then they're out there with like hoses wetting everything down. So apparently, they saved the, their house and the houses around them. Fucking one percenters, man. Oh, yeah, I know. And then I see this picture of fucking Gerard Butler standing in front of his house and his yeah. shit. Is, you, did you see that picture? 
Uh, he looks distraught in that picture. Yeah, he does, man. I was like, dude, that's crazy. Yeah. What else is going on? Uh, just, just stuff all over the place. But what seemed to bubble to the top of the headlines was Stan Lee finally passed away yesterday. Uh, 95 years old. So my first memories of Stan Lee, um, I, th- I don't, you know, when I was a kid, I don't really, I didn't know like owners or bosses. I didn't even know writers and artists. Uh, you know, like I didn't know who Steve Jobs was or who, um, Bill Gates was. And I didn't know who Stan Lee was. How about you? Uh, Stan Lee? No. Well, I mean, mm. I knew who the guy was that ran Michael Eisner because he ran Disney. And like when they would do, there used to be this show on Sunday nights called The Wonderful World of Disney. And he would always introduce the, the movie they were going to show. Um, okay. He was the only person that I ever like remembered like he's in charge of that company. Until I started working myself, I guess. Same, same here. Same here. I didn't know who Stan Lee was until in the mid-90s they started doing the Marvel Action Hour on TV. And the Marvel Action Hour was two cartoons. It was Iron Man first and then the Fantastic Four second. But before each episode, Stan Lee would do an introduction to the episode. And it wasn't an animated Stan Lee or anything like that. It was him just talking about the episode and the characters and the background. And, and just it's just the, the way that he talked about those episodes, it was like... He knew everything about them. He he was just so smart and so intelligent, and so does like like he was very high energy. He was very energetic in those. So I'm like, I have no idea who this guy is, but uh, I'm gonna listen to him. As time goes on, I think the next time I kind of he kind of comes up was when he starts making uh, movie cameos mm-hmm. when he's in Mallrats, and then when he's in you know the the Marvel movies, I'm like, oh okay. So I start linking it together. Okay, that's the guy behind Marvel, and that's how I kind of learned who Stan Lee was. Yeah, for me it was it was the first time I ever saw him, and maybe not necessarily heard heard his name because you know caring about like superhero movies and stuff like that when I was younger. I'm sure I heard his name, but when I saw him in Mallrats, and you know he has that conversation with Brody and everything like that, uh, that was really the first experience with him uh, seeing him. And then, to your point, later on when I started seeing him in, in Marvel cameos and, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe became bigger and bigger, that's when it's kind of like I went back and was like, holy shit, look at all of these things that this guy has done that, you know, maybe didn't necessarily influence my childhood, but influenced so many other people's childhoods. And creators, of, like, creators that I love, their, their work nowadays influenced by him so uh but yeah Mallrats was the first time that i i saw him on on the screen and to your point like dude was just like he had this like cool calm voice and and, like was just so chill and uh he was always like that it was awesome but at the same time that there was always like this manic energy behind what he was saying you know, he had the voice, but, like, he had this energy behind it at all times. I, th- I was always kind of impressed by that. Yeah, he had uh, he was energetic. Like a love. Like a passion for what he was doing. Yes. And, and he, was, he was way older in real life than what you ever could have believed 
when you saw him on TV or on the screen or something like that. And I think you're right. I think that was because of the energy that he constantly had. Like, you would think he was in his 70s forever rather than being in his mid-90s. Yeah. So I, I got within about five feet of Stanley a few years ago when uh, I took your son, your oldest son, to go to Wizards World in Chicago. That was, I'm thinking, four years ago. Does that sound right to you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that sounds about right. Three and a half, because I remember he was 92 at the time. So three and a half years ago. And so, so we did the photo opportunity with Stan Lee. So we you know, stood in line. Uh, your son got to go and take the picture with him. And seeing him in person, I was like, oh, my God. Not because he looked so great or so, I was so impressed. I saw him. I'm like, I'm, I was thinking, this man, I'm glad we're doing this picture now because this man is not going to last much longer. Ah, uh, Okay. Seeing him in person, he was old and frail, much older than I thought he was in, uh, from the movies. Wow. Like, like, like they started doing the tricks in the movies, like whenever you see him on screen, he's always got glasses on or sunglasses. Uh, when, we, when we saw him in person, I could you know, get a real good look at his eyes. I'm like, oh, 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 that really showed his age even more. So there were some years behind those eyes. There was. And, and like the way they set up that photo shoot was he was sitting on like in a director's chair. But the director, director's chair was, like, so tall, it made him, like, well, while he was sitting, like, five foot, five foot six, something somewhere in there. So he, he couldn't, he didn't even stand during those photo shoots. He, he was sitting for all of them, but, but it looks like he's standing. Got it. Okay. But, so, yeah, so, so uh, you know, I got, got to see him in person, and it was a big deal for your son, and uh, now he passed away. The, the, the founder of Marvel, the creator of so many great heroes. Um, you know, something that's kind of interesting that I've learned recently is in, in comic books, there's two different styles of writing if you're a comic book writer. Uh, there's, like, there's kind of the DC style, which is the writer is in control of everything, where you say, okay, page one, there's going to be six panels on this page. First panel, I, I want the artist to draw this, and then these are the, going to be the, the text in the panel. And they go through and they lay out every single panel of the comic book. Then there's the, the, the Marvel style, which the Marvel style can literally be one sentence and Stanley invented this and it, it could be like, okay, in this book, I want Thor to battle this creature and they battle to a standstill at the end. And that's all, he, and that's all he would write. And then the artist would go off and make the, the 22 pages or the how many of her pages of the comic book. And then it would be up to Stan Lee when the book came back to him to go through each cell and figure out the dialogue for each cell. So kind of the artist kind of told the story and then Stan had to pick the words that kind of made the story flow for what was drawn. Wow. Yeah. So, so he, so, and, and he did this because he was so busy with running Marvel and writing so many books at once. He didn't have time to do the outlines and to do things thoroughly like the classic DC style. And thus the Marvel style was invented, which kind of gives artists uh, more, more power when it comes to the books. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, I always thought, of, like, I always had this, um, you know, respect for Stan Lee because he, he, he created this, and, you know, with the help of others, but he created this company in, in Marvel. And, you know, he got to see, like, the golden age of comics, if you will, and, you know, build this company from nothing to the, to the very top of the heap. 
But then as the years went by, you know, he also got to see this thing that he fought for and clawed for and helped fight and, and make. He also got to see a decline, you know, and he saw, you know, comic book sales decline and everything else and stories change and, and adaptability and everything like that to the point where Marvel was almost bankrupt. And that's why they... In the late 90s. Yeah, in the, yeah. In the late 90s. And so they had to start selling off some of the properties for film and everything like that. And so he went from the, the top of the heap to the bottom. But then it was just like, is a true hero story, if you will, in the fact that he got to rebound and see through like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and, and the respect that go through these movies essentially Marvel become bigger than it ever was before and touch way more people than it ever did because not only do they touch people via comic books now, but they also touch people via the movies. And, and I think that that's amazing that he got to experience that before he died. Yeah, and, and uh, you know, from, from what I've been reading recently is in the late 90s uh, when, they were, when they were trying to bring Marvel back from the, from the brinks of death, uh, that's when the Marvel Knights series came out, um, and the Marvel Knights series was all about. So up until the late '90s, the core audience for Marvel readers, they were really aiming the books towards kids. Mm-hmm. They really were. They're like these are stories for kids, and and kids just started losing interest over time, and the newer generations just weren't picking up on it. So Marvel Knights was supposed to be this new launch of all these characters to make them darker and edgier. And um, one of the first things that was in that series was uh, Kevin Smith's Daredevil run, and that and they credit that 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 comic book run as one of the things that kind of got Marvel back on the map. That was the first big one that really kind of got people interested again and got ad- adults reading comic books again. You know, reading these edgier takes on these comic book characters that they knew as kids. Wow! And then since then, you know, now you know, I think I think Marvel tries to bring in, you know, writers that can write for a, a kind of a, you know, for all ages, for a, a much bigger audience, not just kids. I always enjoyed, like, I always enjoyed the, the Mar- I'll say a couple of things really quick. I always enjoyed the Marvel movies because I thought, you know, they could deal with serious things, but in a lighthearted affair. And I think that, you know, they, they appeal to the masses because of that. And also because of the, the ability to continue the story that they've set out to do. And, yeah, you can – there's continuity issues and this, that, and the other thing. But for the most part, everything flows really nicely. So, you know, I've always respected that about the Marvel movies. And then I would say, like, you know, when you, when you took my son to go see Stan Lee – I think that that's, that's probably, in my eyes, something that he'll never forget. Like, I've got a copy of that picture sitting on my desk. And anytime somebody comes into my office for the first time, they're like, holy crap, man, who, who is that with, with Stan Lee? And, you know, I tell them about you two going to meet him and everything like that. And, and so today I took that picture and I put it at the front of my desk and I put my Iron Man and my Hulk pop figures next to it as kind of like a, a, sh- a shrine to Stan Lee. And, um, you know, yesterday I remember my son got home and 
you know, my wife had asked him, you know, about Stanley passing away. And he just got like this really somber look on his face. And it was like, he said, he said hi to me once and smiled. And it was like, <laughs> you, you know, that's, I, I don't know, man. I think that that's something that will always uh, stick with him for a very long time. So, mm-hmm. oh, I agree. So for a little context, uh, so we, we go to the photo op. Uh, Stanley's there. They open the curtain. We see Stanley. Stanley looks at uh, your son, says hi, and then you know your son walks up, stands next to him, they take the picture, and then out we go. Long line, so I, I want to make sure we move through there quickly to be fair to everyone else. Mm-hmm. I'd say for the next two hours, like every ten seconds, your son would say, "He said hi to me." <laughs> Stanley said hi to me. <laughs> Stan Lee said hi to me. And you know, and you know, me thirty minutes into, it, I started making fun of him for it. But uh, yeah, that that was like a, a thing for that he did the, that entire day. So yeah, so I texted him and I I, talk, I told him about it, and his response was, "He said hi to me." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've heard that once or twice before. <laughs> <laughs> That's good though. That's good yeah. though. Uh, very cool. So on Twitter, a lot of people coming out um, talking about their stories about Stan Lee and saying how much they, they're going to miss him. All the actors from the MCU, it seems like. Kevin Feige, um, just everyone, all, all the comic book writers, just nothing but positive things about the guy. Super positive things. The one that blew me the way the most, though, was Mark Millar. Uh, Mark Millar, who, you know, a Millar world with Netflix. Mm-hmm. He sent, he, you know, and he wrote about three or four posts about it on Twitter saying that, Stan Lee was the reason why Mark Millar left Marvel and started up his own company because um, uh, Stan Lee urged him to do it. And, and uh, Millar was like, no, I, I want to stay here and keep on playing with uh, these characters that you created. I want to stay at Marvel. And, uh, and what Stan Lee said was, uh, hey, these characters are contemporary. My, my characters are old. We need new characters out there. We need new ideas. We need new thoughts. Uh, we need someone like you to go through and start and make a new world. And uh, he really kind of got into Mark Millar's head. And Mark Millar says, based on that, I thought about it for a few months and I, t- I decided he was right. So I split off and, and started Millar World, which was, has been a humongous success for him with all the movies that, that have already been based off his work. Wow. Huh. That, that's crazy. I, I hadn't heard that because... To your point, I, I had read a bunch of Twitter reactions and everything like that. Yeah, same here. But I had not read, I had not read his. Uh, I thought Kevin Smith did a really good job in what he wrote, and uh, you know, some of the people like didn't have to be wordy, but it was like you could tell that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they felt they felt something from the guy, and you know that they were affected by by his death. And you know, I guess that that's all we can ask for in this world it's to be looked at positively. Because to your point, I didn't read a single one, and I'm, that's not to say they're not there, but I didn't read a single one of somebody speaking uh, negatively about him. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, and the and the other one, another post I saw that was, I thought was interesting on uh, Twitter was considering that he was the executive producer on all the all the MCU movies, and since those movies have come close to breaking to, uh, twenty billion, that would make him most likely the most uh, the highest grossing producer of all time. Hmm. And at the same time, since then, he's uh, had a role in all those Marvel movies. That would also make him a... Hmm, this, this, this was the harder one, but that would also make him an actor in the highest grossing movie franchise of all time. Interesting. Yeah. When you go back to that executive producer thing, and even stuff not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe... He was executive producer on the Spider-Man movies before, the X-Men oh, yeah, movies, yeah. you know, yeah, the, yeah. the Fox Marvel stuff, the Universal Marvel stuff. So, yeah, I mean, even more so than just the MCU. Mm-hmm. And all the cartoons that, that came out. That's another one, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Huh. So, yeah, sad day. Sad day, but, man... It's like I told you yesterday, 95 years old, man. It's, yeah. It's a hell of a life. Did you see that, that news article that I sent you? No. Oh, I sent you a text earlier today. A newspaper in New Zealand uh, wrongly uh, put the, t- the headline up on the front page of their paper, Spike Lee dies at age 95. Damn. Fucking poor Spike. Spike. Yeah, poor Spike. Spike's like shit. they got the they got the age right. They put Stanley's picture up, but uh, they said Spike instead of Stan. I completely missed that. I'm about to go back through my texts. Yeah, so I went through and I I, I gave you a few. Uh, you know, like, I guess Spike Lee's dead at 95. You know, the creator of Black Clans Panther and <laughs> Malcolm X Men. <laughs> and uh, what was the third one that I came up with? <laughs> I spent about a good two minutes working on it, so I, I gotta I gotta share these with you now. Oh man! Speaking, oh, of- do the right man thing. Do the right man thing. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Hey, uh, Christmas lights. People got their Christmas lights up. Yeah, I guess not right, right this time of year. That is acceptable. It's acceptable. All of our Christmas decorations are up. Oh, already? Already. Yeah. We got to get them up before Thanksgiving, man. Why? Because then after Thanksgiving is Christmas. You can't go into Christmas not prepared for Christmas. Yeah, but you 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 can go into Thanksgiving not prepared for Christmas. No, you can't because as soon as Thanksgiving is over, guess what time it is? It's Christmas time, and I'm not going to be sitting there while people are eating turkey, putting out Christmas things, am I? I'm pretty sure there's like a month in between Thanksgiving and, and Christmas. No, Derek, if you do it beforehand, then you can enjoy the full month. You can do that. That's why we have a four-day weekend for Thanksgiving every year, to put your lights up. But I can enjoy that four-day weekend doing other shit now, like putting Christmas lights on the house. You're weird. You're very, very weird. Speaking of which, you should come over early on Thanksgiving and help me hang Christmas lights. We can make it a tradition. You can get up on the ladder, and I'll hold it. Uh, since I don't decorate my house anymore, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> you don't decorate your house anymore? Nope. Oh, Jesus. We're going to have to have this conversation later. I just pulled into the I, driveway. I, 
I live on a street full of Scrooges. I was like one of three guys that, you, that would decorate. And I did that for about 10 years. And I no longer have events in my house anymore on Christmas. So no kids here. So F it. I'm not doing it anymore. F it. F it. So that means Christmas is at my house this year? Uh, it has been lately, so. So you're just like, fuck it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. He, he took it away from me last year, so I'm like, yeah, okay, they can just have it now. <laughs> he took it away. I'm going to go in there and you tell did. Sarah. Like, you took Christmas away from Derek, and he's upset now. He won't decorate. Well, no, it's a, it's, it's another excuse for me not to decorate. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. That's fair enough. All right, sir. I will see you tomorrow. Or, no, I won't. I will talk to you tomorrow. All right, talk to you later, man. All right, bye. All right, bye. Anyway, I had a random thought as I was walking to my car. Hmm. You know what's funny? Hmm. Big guys in Priuses. You think so? Yeah. And I'm not just talking like fat guys. I'm talking like big, big guys that get into a Prius. It's funny to me. Have you ever been in a Prius? No. Because of that weird shape, like the front cockpit is roomy. Is it? Yeah. From the exterior, it doesn't look like it's roomy at all. Yeah, because it looks like a two-door, the way it's shaped. But like the way that front kind of like slant downwards um, from the front windshield, it's like it, it, that's like a really like roomy area in the car. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. I just thought it was funny. And then I thought... Is it Priuses, or is it Prius, or is it Pri? What's the verb to multiple Priuses? What's the verb? Drive. The uh, the what's the uh, plural? Uh, the plural. Yeah, I believe it is Prius. So just Prius. I believe so. So look at that gang of Prius. Priuses sounds better though, doesn't it? Actually, I think. Pre-I sounds better, but that's just me. Maybe it's a goggle. What's that word? Google? It's a goggle? Gaggle. Gaggle. It's a gaggle of pre-I over there. Anywho. By the way, my, my car smells like weed, and I don't know why. Well, you do have a son. No, it didn't smell like weed this morning. Ah. Maybe it was that guy that you saw smoking pot on, on his lunch break. Like his, like, like he, he got locked out of his car, and uh, you notice your car is unlocked. So it's like, oh, I'll just smoke weed in here instead. No, I don't think my car. No, my car definitely wasn't unlocked. But I'm thinking maybe dude was token up right next to my car. Could be that is a problem. Problem with the cold is that uh, it seems like smoke sticks to clothing whenever it's cold out. That could be, and we have these like this rule that you can't smoke within like 15 feet of the building or whatever. Mm-hmm. So people tend to go to the parking garage. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's what it was. My God, there is an entire article about the the the, uh, the plural version of Prius. This is ridiculous. See, I'm not the only one that's concerned about this. I appreciate you looking that up, though. I can always count on you. Prius, Priuses, Pre, Priam, Pry, uh, all came to the top. I guess Pre. With, or I guess two Y's. What would that be? Pry. P R I I. That one. That one received twenty five percent of the votes. Ooh. Maybe it's pre I, like what I said. 
No, it's there's no. It's this P R I I, pre pre I pre I. There it is, pre I. Yes. That's what I just said. No, you were saying like per I or something. No, I said pre I like five times. Nah, it sounds better when I say it. Oh, uh, whatever helps you sleep better at night. Yeah. So you know, I I just recently saw Paranormal Activity for the first time. Yes. And in that movie, you know, there's the boyfriend who everyone's t- talking to the boyfriend saying, hey, don't do anything that, that'll invite this demon in. Like, maybe you should get rid of the camera, and, you know, you should absolutely never, 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 never use a Ouija board, because that, that'll invite the demon in, and things will get worse. Yes. And what does the, the dumbass boyfriend do? He gets a, gets a camera and gets the Ouija board, and things get horrible for, for him, and uh, things turn out badly. I feel like something like that just happened today. Uh, t- today we got the first big snowfall of the year. The driving in the snow isn't. We the, did. We, we did you get any? No, not in Oak Brook. Okay, I we got uh, by um, like Schaumburg to to Crystal Lake. I'd say maybe two inches. No shit. I'm like driving on 88 right now, and I see green grass. Oh, I, there's no no green uh, by me. Oh, okay, very good. So, but I, I think I'm like, man, it's we, we, it's one of those now that like the snow is melted off the streets, but still all, all over the grass. But I was driving in it earlier today; it wasn't fun. Uh, I saw an accident actually; someone slid into another car at a stoplight. Mm, that's not good. Yeah, it was one of those slow motion collisions, though. I, I was looking at it when I was driving past. I didn't even see any any damage on the bumpers. But oh, uh, uh, okay. But yeah, that, that stuff happens. But I'm but I'm thinking, you know what? You know why it's why it's snowing so early. It's because people invited the snow in. That's why it's snowing so early. Okay. I, I mean, I understand that. I'm trying to understand the logic behind that, but why do you think this is, Derek? Well, l- like paranormal activity, you know, the, the boyfriend using the Ouija board to invite in the demon. In real life, people have invited the snow in in November by decorating their goddamn houses before Thanksgiving for Christmas. Guilty as charged. It's all, it's all your fault. I, I, I was cursing your name on, on that drive today. Were you? I'm like, this is Nick's fault. Fucker decorated his house. You know, I hope you're right. <laughs> oh, yeah? I do. I hope you're right. Because all I need in this world is for somebody to prove that I have control of the fucking weather. <laughs> oh i shouldn't have brought this is going straight to your head okay new topic new topic as if my (laughs) yes no sir no sir (laughs) i can't like apologize or anything like that i am literally sitting here like i did this ear ear to your grin fuck yes (laughs) i know you better than this too i should have known this was coming Moving on, because I control this. <laughs> I'm going to go home, and I'm going to sit down with my kids to have dinner, and they're going to talk about their days, and it's going to get around to me, and I'm going to be like, you know what? Somebody told me I control the weather. <laughs> Yikes. As I say this, guess what, Derek? Mm. Flurry? It's starting to snow. Yep, yep. <laughs> Oh fuck! That's all. That's all I needed. The rest of the day is going to be gravy. Nice. I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So, since you are the, the the controller of the weather, do you have an official name, a title? 
Uh, I like the name Goat. Goat? Yes. I'm the greatest of all time. Wow. I, I, Can I tell you a story about that, right, real, real quick? Sure. I'm taking, I'm the, I'm taking this training class okay. through, through work. And um, so part of the class is, and I've never done this before, and I think it's really fucking odd, and I don't agree with it. But part of the class is you have to come up with what is called a trek name. So I guess people that hike a lot, they go on treks. And on these treks, they, um, they create names to go by while they're on the trek. This is a rumor. I don't know if this is true. This is just what I was told. And um, so in this class, I was told to, we were told to come up with a trek name to go by um, during the class. And I'm like, okay, fine. So maybe I didn't understand what I should do for this name because some people were coming up with names like um, one person's name was Network because one of the things they want to do is increase their networking to be a better leader. And I'm like, okay. So So they get around to me and they're like, what's your name? What's your trick name? And I'm like, goat and they're like explain and I said because I want to be the greatest of all time <laughs> so yeah I'm going to continue down that <laughs> okay <laughs> I, just, I had to throw it out there greatest of what greatest of everything you're going to fucking fail no I'm not Derek in my eyes. But see, is it failure if you think it's you're the greatest? And you don't live up to that? I would call that like, e- yeah. I would call that ego. Like, no, see <laughs> That's a that's a strong word, ego. Greatest is a strong word as well. Hmm. I'm being the greatest me that I can be, though, right? Yeah, what, if that if that means something to you, yes. I'm a better me than you are of a me. Yeah, but everyone's the best me that they, that they are. So I can't fail. Hmm. Yeah, you should write a philosophy book about this. <laughs> You know, I should. And then other people could agree with me. The, the Tao of Goat. The Tao. Ooh, I like that. Hmm. I'm going to use that in, my, in, this, in this training class. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. <laughs> Thanks. And then talk about, like, accountability and communications and leadership after that. Yeah, all that, all that other shit that supposedly is important. I hear you. So, about once a month, I make the trek to Walmart. Okay. I do not enjoy the trek to Walmart. I don't either. One, because the store is too darn big, so it takes forever to get through it and get done with my shopping. Yes. Let's see. Two, because uh, there's, no, there's not one close by me. I think the closest one's like a 15, 20-minute drive. Oh. 
and like me, I've got so much shopping nearby. I'm like, this is such a waste to do this, but I have to, so I do it once a month. Why do you have to? They Because they, they have some stuff that they don't have other places, or they have stuff cheaper than the other places, so I, I got to go there for it. Got it. Like, like if they had, like, the right coffee and the right gum and all that at Aldi, I would never go to Walmart. The right gum? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I, I, I'm a gum chewing fool these days. I, I don't know if I, if you've noticed that or not. I have. Yeah, yeah. Pa- pack a gum a day. That, that's what it takes for me to not smoke. Basically, I, I think it's a great thing. Does it, does it make your jaws hurt though? You know, it used to, and not anymore. I, I think it's something that just gets toughened up. You got strong jaws. That too, and that Nicorette gum. That stuff was, um, that was a beast to chew. And um, I was getting a lot of sore jaws from uh, from chewing that stuff. So now regular gums, just, it's nothing. Okay. Fair enough. So I, I feel like at Walmart, they've been, like, changing the training program there. And the reason why I say that is because the last three times I've gone there, in the checkout line, whenever guys check, check, uh, check me out, I want to say that a different way, whenever guys are the cashier at the checkout line, it's like during that exchange of them, you know, swiping my items and putting them into bags and then, you know, taking my credit card payment and taking the receipt and tearing it and handing it to me. During that period, they like want to become my friend. And they're really good at it, actually. And I've never experienced this before in my life. Really? Example, last time I went to Walmart, last weekend, go to the checkout line. I'm wearing my Blackhawks hat guy in the checkout line you know kid he's probably 20 years old somewhere around there he's like oh you must really like the blackhawks like yeah yes i do he's like oh what's your second favorite team he's like that one sucks so tell me one that i'll care about i'm like my second favorite no such thing it's been chicago forever I, i used to play hockey i uh I, I followed hockey big in high school, so it's Blackhawks, Blackhawks, Blackhawks. He goes, oh, okay. And then it's silence. And I feel awkward. So I'm like, so what are your favorite hockey teams? And he goes through and tells me uh, his favorite teams. I uh, can't remember what his number one was. I think his number two, two he said, was uh, the Ducks, Anaheim. I'm like, okay, okay. They've, they've done okay recently. But then he tells me he's from Chicago, and he's like, we didn't really follow hockey in my old neighborhood. I'm from uh, Logan Square. You probably don't know where that's at. I'm like, no, actually. Lived right next to you when I was younger because I went to college at Circle, and uh, I was living in the Ukrainian village. He goes, oh, wow, yeah, you were close to me. That's cool. And then he says, I didn't go to college. It puts his head down. (laughs) Actually, somehow that led us into a conversation about his weekend plans and what he plans on doing this weekend. And talking about like going back to the city and and visiting like a family. And I got to like this really intimate, you know, understanding of this man, of this young man. How much shit did you buy? I think he liked me so much he was moving really slow. (laughs) <laughs> he was like charging you for shit that you didn't even buy. <laughs> Don't you hate that sometimes when you go to the go to the store just to pick up a few things, and then you, and then you notice your cart. You got way more than a few things. And when you go to checkout, 
the price is like 50% higher than he expected to be. I hate that. And then I got to you know, stand, look, go through the receipt one line at a time going, yep, that's, that's really how much it cost. I don't do that, but my wife does. Yeah. Religiously. Yeah, I'm just like, I, I guess I trust. But I watch them like, I watch them like scan it. They try to talk to me and I'm like just watching them scan. Like, I don't care about your shit, buddy. Go ahead. No. Go ahead. But uh, no, th- this one was just uh, the final price didn't make sense to me. So I had to look at it. I'm like, no, there were a couple items on there that were a little bit more, more expensive than I thought they were. So, but no big deal. But this has happened to me the last three times where the Walmart guys want to be my friend. Time before that, we had a long discussion about podcasts with a, with a guy. And uh, he, he was all interested in, in our podcast and what we do and, and uh, yada, yada, yada. And we talked about this for a couple minutes while he was ringing me out. And he was like, that fucking Nick guy sounds awesome. No, no. He, I, I, I can't wait to go back and talk to him now. He'll probably be like, mm, yeah. You should really you know, cut the dead weight, Derek. so did this guy like did this guy's uh, plans were they interesting or was it just like conversation it was uh, both I mean it was conversation he was going back to the city for the weekend to visit some people and I think he said he was going to go to some restaurant that he likes Uh, it was an Italian place and I'm like oh okay wouldn't it have been great if he would have said, yeah, I think I played the game with you before. I had to get a job at Walmart because they never, the, the flooding never went down from the bridge. Well, if, if, uh, if he did that. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, he's in southern Iowa. Oh, yeah, that's right. Shit. Oh, that would have been funny. Uh, I, 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 I used to do bridges, but now I work at Walmart. <laughs> I actually, uh, I like going to the Walmart that's up north from me. Uh, it's a little bit longer drive, but it's zero traffic. And it's a, it's a 55 all the way there. So I, I love it. And, uh, but, you know, that's kind of like a farmer's area up there. And that is this, like, sometimes that could be the most interesting Walmart experience ever with the people that shop there. I can only imagine. Have you been there since they've been like this, this training that you think that they're doing? Yeah. And it's, it's weird. Cause this part of, of, uh, of, uh, the state this has always been kind of a, it's a little suburban, but it's very rural in that area. And I, I've been noticing that, uh, in, in the last year, maybe two years, the ethnic diversity has really popped up quite a bit in, in that area. So I'm not sure. They, they built some new housing in the area or, or not? Hmm. Because I'm getting less and less of the farmers. Like, like the, the density of farmers has gone down. And now I'm just getting more and more like regular people of all different types. Interesting. So going back to this Walmart in the... Uh, you f- so you feel like maybe there's a new training that says, you know, try to strike up a conversation with the... The people as you're checking them out? Yeah, something like your customer's your friend or uh, something like that. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like... Uh, wh- let me ask you this. Do you like it? I kind of do. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like at the, at the end of these little exchanges, I'm kind of like... I kind of want to ask him if he wants my number and see if he wants to like hang out sometime. You were kind of you were secretly hoping he was going to invite you to that party 
or or go back to the city, right? I was a little enamored. Yeah, yeah, I was. He just re- he reeled me in, hook, line, and sinker. Well, wh- okay. So my next question is. What does that say about him that he didn't invite you? And what does that say about you that you wanted to be invited? <laughs> it means I'm lonely. Uh, I, I, uh, I didn't want to say that. <laughs> you know, I was trying to I was trying to flip it on the guy and say, what kind of what kind of a dick was going to say, "Hey, I'm going to go do all this fun shit, but you're not invited. You can't come." <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> a dick that works as a cashier at Walmart. Yeah. He didn't go to college. <laughs> How about you? You, you? Any recent Walmart experiences? All the fucking time, man. Every time I walk in Walmart, it's an experience. I swear to you. In like our Walmart, like near us. So we do. I try to do self checkout as much as possible, probably because I want to avoid the, avoid that awkward conversation where somebody asks me, you know, hey, how are you doing today? And they really don't care. They're just told to do that. So I, so our self-checkout has cameras. And it's worse. It's, how do I say this? It's, I'm bad enough when people allow me to talk. But when they put a camera in front of me too. Oh, God, help us. And I know it's, I know it's recording me. Holy shit, man. It is awesome. <laughs> and then... And then I know, like, oh if there's God. an if there's an issue, <laughs> they have to come over to the self checkout. The person, that unfortunate soul, who gets the straw, the the small straw, to have to deal with people that don't want to do checkout with a person, but think they're smart enough to do their own checkout, and he gets to come over, and I know that they're recording our interaction. So it's just fucking gold to me the entire time. Because he's like, uh, so you don't want this item? No, I don't think I want this item. Um, why did you scan this item five times? I only scanned this item once. I was getting some uh, good and plenty. And I was on my way to work one day. Uh, this was last week. <laughs> you were like, I didn't really fucking care. <laughs> but, but I was just asking to be nice. But I'm going to tell you anyway. So I was on my way to work, and I had to stop by Walmart to, uh, to pick up um, – fuck, I don't even remember what I was picking up now. But anyway, I was getting some good and plenty as well. Do you know what those are? Yeah. Okay. I love these candies, by the way. My wife hates them, but I love them. But anyway, they got a, they're a dollar a box there, and I was like, I'm going to grab a couple boxes of good and plenty, for, and I'm going to put them in my desk at work. It's like 6.30 in the morning, and I'm at Walmart. And this old, this old man, God love him, is, uh, you know, he's, he's working the self-checkout area. So I scan the good and plenty. And, and I don't know why, but, you know, they have the handheld scanners. Like, you can scan it across the, like, uh, like the belt type thing. Yeah. And then they have the handheld ones where you can, like, take it out of the holster and you can scan shit. Right. Because I know I'm being recorded, I took it out of the holster and I started scanning the good and plenties instead of scanning them across the like the belt thing. And it's not registering on the screen. Mm-hmm. So I keep clicking the button. 
And I'm like, well, maybe the thing is broke. So I put it back in the thing, and then I scan it again. Oh, across the belt thing. Guess what? Hmm. Every time I clicked the fucking gun, it scanned the good and plenties. So there's like 20 of them bitches <laughs> that ring up. So I'm like, ooh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to say cancel because I don't want all these good and plenties. And what it's going to do is it's going to force that guy to come over and have to talk to me. <laughs> and I'm like, he comes over. I'm like, I thought the gun was broken. And he was like, is this all you have? Like, yeah. Two good and plenties and a, like a, it was like a, like an iced coffee or something like that. He was like, you know, you could have just scanned all of them across the belt. I'm like, yeah, but I really wanted to use that gun. <laughs> Question. While you're talking to the guy, are you actually looking at him or are you looking at the no. camera? I'm looking at the camera. <laughs> now, do you try to like position your body to force him to put you between the, ca- between, to put him on, you know, between you and the camera? So, yeah, it, so it, you can do both it, at the same time, look at him and look at the camera? No. Okay. I'm trying to position my body so that I'm right in front of the camera, and he has to, and the camera's right above the scanner. So, and it's also where he has to type. So he has to like wedge himself between me and the camera. Yeah. <laughs> so it's. <laughs> Looking back, I was such a dick to that guy. Are you like rubbing on this guy's leg so he can do his job? (laughs) No, but I'm like staring. I'm like trying to put on a performance for this camera to 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 um amuse myself, and this guy's just trying to do his job. God, I was such a dick. Oh man. (laughs) <laughs> he's just trying to do his job and delete the fucking good and plenties and I'm trying to talk to him but really talk to myself because I want to see myself on the camera oh my god you are a person of Walmart <laughs> like the Tower of Nick the one man show recorded at the Walmart checkout line <laughs> yes and I'm like now I'm realizing I'm never going to see this video <laughs> Okay, so, so here's what we're gonna do. The next time, you're gonna like you're either gonna like find a speech that you like, or you're gonna write a speech, or you're gonna rec- okay. you're gonna recite a scene from a movie. That's what you're gonna do. Okay, you're gonna recite Ooh. a scene from the, from a movie while you're buying candy or whatever. Ooh, I can I can envision it now. So I am William Wallace. <laughs> now 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 now, can you see the screen that that it shows you on? Yes, you can see yourself. So, so what you need to do is you need to take your phone out and record that screen while you're acting in front of the camera. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Fuck yes. And then I can send it to you and you can make a YouTube video out of it. I could, yes. Yes, bitch. We are doing this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! Because looking back, like I thought it was a, I thought it was amusing 
when it was going on, he didn't think it was amusing, by the way, because he's like, why the fuck did you keep clicking the button if it didn't work? <laughs> but thinking back... In your defense, the, 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 these freaking check, uh, self-checkout uh, stations, what it's like they're built on 1990s technology. It, it, it's, Agreed. It's, it's like... Uh, like, like, like uh, what, when you're seeing it in, why didn't it show up on the screen? Or I was using yeah. one just a couple of days ago when I was at uh, the butcher, and um, and, and and I you noticed, go to a butcher? No, the butcher at the grocery store. Oh, and then and then I went to the self checkout, and then I I uh, I noticed like after I scanned something in, there's like a three second delay before it shows up on the screen. Why? Why? What? What is so hard that there needs to be that long delay? And God help you if. Like there's something in the bagging area that it doesn't like, or you didn't put something in the bagging area that expects that like requires the person working in that area to come over every time to put the special code in the computer. And it's been like this since day one. And it's like they haven't fixed any of these bugs in the self-checkout lines. The ones that were there day one are still there today. Agreed. And you know what? And I will also say, fuck those fuckers, because if they wouldn't have put that gun there... I wouldn't have had the urge to pick it up and use it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, who sees that? Like, no, I never wanted to work at Walmart, but it's like, the, I always wanted to, like, take the thing. And it's like, can I use the gun? And they never let me use the gun. But now I get to use the gun. I might still have a gun in my house. I'll have to see if I have it. If, if I do, I'll give it to you. Not the same thing, Derek. You can go around and scan stuff, though. No, but it's not the same. <laughs> okay. I can't scan things to like buy things. You can scan things in your computer, and, and 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 your computer will go through and tell you what it is. It's a lie, though. I can't buy it. Okay, it's okay. all perception. It's not. It's not. Not reality. No, I know. Why are you looking at me funny, you dick? I'm sitting. I'm 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 parked. Is that okay with you, asshole? Or are you home? I'm like right around the corner from home, but this guy must not like that I'm parked. You know what I'm gonna do? Just to be a shithead. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna drive around the block and then come back and park again. <laughs> oh, I can tell you they're in the Christmas spirit, man. I I am. I am. I don't like Walmart, but I like Walmart. Does that make sense? I think it's kind of like a necessary evil. Yeah, I agree. And it's... If, if, if it wasn't for your fun in the self-checkout, what would you like about Walmart? What else would you like about Walmart? They have good and plenties. <laughs> are, are, are those rare these days? Yes. Yeah, candy's gotten weird over the years, man. It's like hard to, it is. It's like hard to find stuff. Like before when we were kids, every store had exactly the same thing. And yes, not, sir. And, and now it's like, 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 like less places, they don't have the basics. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, like, well, and you can only get good and plenties now in, like, the theater box. Okay. But they don't sell them at the theater. You can, I found them, weird enough, the only places I can find them are the dollar store and Walmart. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. Like, Walmart's weird because it's like they have everything so it's like i i guess that i like that about but i also like the people at walmart because it's interesting to me 
Unless you're in a hurry. Unless I'm in a hurry. Oh, fuck yeah. Then, then those same people are annoying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> While they're, they're funny to look at if I'm not in a hurry, if I'm in a hurry, they drive me insane. Very true. Very, very true. But I will tell you, though, every single time, in a hurry or not, if I go through one of those checkouts with a camera, because they have them at Target, too, whether I'm in a hurry or not, I still look up at that camera and smile. Because <laughs> I think it's hilarious <laughs> that they are watching me check out my own stuff. So, and with that, sir, I bid you adieu. I know more and more about you as these episodes go by, and God, I, hmm, I, I start wondering why I, why I still talk to you. I wonder sometimes why I talk to me. <laughs> all right man i will talk to you later (laughs) all right man i'll talk to you later talk to you later (laughs) bye bye thanks for listening to the show we have no idea what we'll talk about next time but i'm sure we'll have a good time doing it our email address is thecommutehome at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you until next time drive safe everybody 